Hey guys, I'm just going to introduce this episode. Um, This is going to be a long one. I'm just letting you all know now. This is going to be talking about things like boundaries, um, how I've been feeling with my mental health, what's going on, things that are just throwing me off a lot lately, and I just want to open up about it, and I hope you guys will... Come along for the long journey of what's been going on. I'm not going to say names or anything. I'm just going to say things that I have feelings and I just want to talk about and vent about it. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey guys, welcome to this long awaited podcast that I want to do and vent to you guys because honestly, since I've had this podcast, it's helped me a lot. Being able to vent about saying things and just be open and honest. And I'm not also going to, I'm going to say this right now. I am not saying names or anything like that. I am not being like that. I'm going to be nice about it and just give you my thoughts and feelings and how I've been, what's going on now. and. All that jazz. So, we're going to begin when I was in the hospital a a couple days ago. Um, It was a crazy, crazy day. And it really just was something I wish never happened. And I will say this too about anyone. I hope no one ever feels the pain I felt. Because let me tell you, it was crazy. And, um, the day I ended up going into ambulance and the hospital was just something I didn't think would end up as it did and how it ended and all, and where it lost me feeling. So basically I hadn't slept since the night before, before going to the hospital and then um, once I was able to call the nurse's line, get that all sorted out, call the ambulance, get that sorted out, I waited for them to come, and they were a while, obviously. And then um, I was taken to the hospital. And I feel like the way that I was brought in and the way everything just happened really just wasn't what I expected. I didn't expect to be left in the waiting room like I was and just not things just didn't seem like it should be like that because I've never had that before any other time now I'm gonna say this you know you would think hospitals would treat you a lot better than they would but Sometimes you're mistaken with that. So, um, right from the back, um, right after getting me out of the ambulance, um, you know, I was in so much pain. And they're like, we can't give you anything and all that. I was like, okay, whatever. So, we get into the hospital. And I'm waiting by a chair to get my blood pressure taken and all that. And then they're like, we're just waiting for some uh, quick thing. Then they took me to this big waiting room. 
I didn't think I would have to sit within the waiting room for as long as I did. Keeling over in pain. Just sitting, like, in this waiting room. Thought I would have been, you know, in a room or something. So, I'm going to say this before anything. I was not asked anything by anyone about, like, what's going on. What, you know, what's going on and all that. It literally went from me waiting to go, um, to be next, to being called, to getting my blood done. To me then, fainting, and then be taken to another room beside it where there was a bed. And they were trying to get me to lay down, and I was begging them. I was like, I can't lay down, and all that fun stuff, right? So then, there was this one nurse. She was really sweet at the beginning. She was being helpful, very sweet, very kind. And then, I don't know what happened to her, and I was just left in the room. Just left in the room, leaving over this... Thing that holds uh, stuff in it, and I was leaning over because that was the only comfortable position. And I was just left there. There was nobody coming to check on me. There was a couple of people, and then I was supposed to get an IV in. Never happened. The doctor finally came in and asked me, you know, where does it hurt? They didn't ask me what was going on. Where does it hurt? I showed him. Then, he proceeded to not only go at my side like it was nothing, he literally did it so hard that I was about to faint. Like, it was that bad. I literally was like, okay, that, that really, you know, I was bawling. He's like, you don't have to get so upset about it. I'm like, oh my god, okay. What I, I was already upset alone, sad, trying to get just, you know, some comfort out of people, and, um, I wasn't always checking my phone, so I wasn't, like, you know, all that, so, time goes on, and I was, thought I was getting an IV, and then something happened, um, that kind of took me for a little shock, um, this event, happened in the hospital where I didn't think it was right to have happened because I'm just saying because I'm not trying to hurt anybody or anything I just didn't find it appropriate at all and I feel like the boundaries were crossed because I was never advised that this was going to happen I was never um, talked about it, it literally just happened all of a sudden, and then just a lot of shock, and then all of a sudden, because I was in pain, and I obviously wasn't expecting what happened, and I didn't feel comfortable, and I honestly think it crossed a couple boundaries of just not appropriate at the time that was happening. And I was kind of disappointed at the nurses that they let this happen when they didn't know who the, who was there. And I just feel like my boundaries were crossed. I honestly didn't have any want or when I didn't, wasn't in the right mind to have 
any one or anybody there. And I don't know if, you know, I don't know who's going to be listening to this, but I'm just saying my boundaries were crossed. I didn't find it appropriate. I honestly did not think the nurses when, you know, just allowed this to happen when they don't know, you know, whoever that is. And I just didn't find it right at that time. I honestly, when this happened, I just lost it and I screamed and I was like, get out. I don't want anyone in here. I honestly didn't feel comfortable or safe at the time to want to be able to conversate with anybody or any, even the nurses or anything or the doctor. I was really out of it. I was really upset. I was just so angry at this point with this happening. I'm also going to advise this, that I'm just telling you how I feel. I'm also going to be talking to my pastor on Wednesday about this because I honestly don't know how to take it. And I'm going to obviously tell my pastor everything. I just, I'm trying to leave things out. I'm not trying to hurt anyone. I just feel in the sense that this is my podcast I am venting and this is how I get things out. And I'm not saying anything about anybody or whoever, whatever. This is just me venting about what I experienced and how I feel about it. And I honestly believe my boundaries were crossed. And you can agree, you cannot agree. But in my offense, defense, I didn't expect anything to happen like this. And for when I'm in a hospital, in immense excruciating pain and then this happens I just felt some boundaries were crossed anyways after that little thing happened um I was still left in there and then the nurse came a new nurse came by who wasn't very nice at all and I was told I'm gonna get a shot never told me what kind of shot it was just said this is gonna blow in your arm and they were also trying to give me Ativan and I said no I do not like taking Ativan because it doesn't make me feel right so, like I said, yeah, after all that happened, um, I was still waiting, and I got the shot, and they was like, do you want Advan? I was like, no. I was like, no, thank you. So, after that, they gave me another shot, and they never said that what it was either. And so, I was still waiting around, and I, like I said, I thought I was getting IV and never did. And then, um... This whole cat scan nightgown thing happened where they wanted me to get into a nightgown thing and I wasn't able to because of the fact I could not move at all. And I explained this to the doctor where I felt like he was judging me because I couldn't move. And I said, I am not able to bend anyway and I am not able to put it on. Unless somebody wants to help me, great. Okay, but... Other than, I didn't say that to him, but I was thinking, like, I need some help. As well as, I was bawling my eyes up the whole time through this because I was in so much pain. Like, I was overtired. I was just stressed out because of before. And I was just feeling very overwhelmed. And I just didn't think I was getting treated with, like, nicely at the hospital at all. So, they decided not to make me go into this nightgown thing. So, um, 
they let me go in my clothes. And while this is happening, I uh, was still bawling my eyes out. And all the way down there to the CT machine, all the way back, I was trying to do my best to just get through the pain. Laying down did not help. But later on, a bit later, the medication was kind of helping, I guess you could say. But then there came another problem. The doctor was like, you need to pee in a cup. And I said, well, um, I'm not able to because I haven't had anything to drink since I was at the hospital. They were like, no eating, no drinking. And so I was like, there's no way I can't. I'm like, already dehydrated as it is. How am I supposed to pee for you? <laughs> Honestly, like, how would I be able to if I had nothing to drink? That's why I thought they were getting me prepped for an IV. So I, I I was trying to ask for water. Nobody was helping me. Like I said, I was in this room and the door, they didn't even like to hear me cry apparently because they had shut the door so many times. And I'm sorry, I'm upset and overwhelmed. Um, <laughs> Like what am I, you know? So I tried, I got one cup of water, one little cup of water and that was it. And the doctor kept coming back and I said, I'm trying to drink water and nobody's giving me any, um, and I'm not able to pee like this. And then he goes, fine, if you're not going to be able, you're not going to, you know, pee like this, then I'll just send you home. I'm like, thinking, you know, I also said to him, I was like, well, you know, I just want to figure out what's going on. I need your help. And he goes, we've been helping you. We've been getting you pain medicines and all this. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, dude, like. That's very judgmental of you. Yes, I guess it said in my thing about addiction and stuff. But that was not the reason I was there. Like, that was full-on judgment right there. And I'm like, do you think that's what I'm here for? Because I'm not. I was like, this pain has been un... Un... I can't even say it was unmanageable. And you're going to sit and say, oh, we've been helping you. How you've been helping me, all you did, you guys were supposed to do, I even asked him, and he walked away. He walked away from me to asking him this. So, then, um, I did realize the medication was a bit, like, whatever they gave me was helping a bit. So, he did come back, and he's like, okay, I guess you're not going to go pee. And I said, I'm not able to. You don't understand. I can't just turn it on like that. So, he's like, um... Do you want to talk to a social worker? I'm like, sure, fine, that's great. I'll I'll get a ride home because I didn't have a way home. My everything was back home, and so I was like, yeah, sure. Oh boy, so that can happen. So the social worker comes, and let me tell you, this social worker, I did not I did not like her at all. The way she treated me, uh, I did not like how I was treated at all. So the social worker came by and she wasn't very nice and she was like, so what do you want to do? I'm like, first off, I was trying to tell her what was happening and she didn't seem to care. She, she didn't give any, she didn't give a crap. So I was like, whatever. I was like, I don't appreciate being treated this way. I said, you guys didn't really do much. You gave me a little bit of medication. You barely like, you know, you're supposed to do one thing and you didn't and I just feel like you guys didn't really do much. And you then go ahead and say that I was, you know, I was asking for help. And then I get talked to, like, this is all I'm here for is medication. I let her know that. So then um, 
She's like, what are you going to do? I'm like, I want to go home. I said, I don't have a way home. And I was told you guys can help me get home. So they, she was like, fine, just wait in the front. So I was like, basically, okay, wait in the front. You're done now. So I was like, okay, fine. So I got up and finally was out label and I went out for a smoke. And then things started getting really weird for me because whatever the medication they gave me was making me feel off. And it was not something I've ever experienced before. And I don't know what it was that they gave me because it made me feel so out of it. So I'm just going to... Say, yeah, it just made me really out of it. It made me feel like, what's the word? It made me feel like I was on acid or something. And it made me feel like I wasn't, I was like in, in and out so much. And the taxi driver was like, I was just trying to keep away before, like keep myself okay until I got home. So... We were on our way home, and I was really out of it. Like, I didn't feel normal whatsoever, whatever it was. And I finally got home. And then things got more interesting. All right, welcome to part two. So, let's see. So, after I finally got dropped back at home, I was just, like I said, I was out of it completely. I didn't really... Oh, it was just weird. So, once I got dropped home, I went and told everyone I was home. And things just started getting weird. So, I, like, phoned everybody I was home. Um, I was feeling super out of it. Like, there's no words to explain, like, the look on my, like, everyone's face at, when I came back home was not the best. So, um, later on... Um, my lips started swelling up a bit, and I don't, I think I might have been allergic to something, I don't know. And then, this is going to be a, a little gross, so I hope you don't have, have weak stomachs, and if you do, I'm sorry. Um, for after about 30 minutes, I was drinking some water, and after about 30 minutes, um, I was sitting, so, after I drank the water, for about 30 minutes after, I got so sick to my stomach. And I was so sick that my uh, landlords and her mom had to make sure I was all right because they were worried. All right. So, yeah, like I was saying, I was really out of it. And so, like, um, yeah, I got really sick. And then my landlord and her mom made sure I was all right. And then um, after all that fiasco, I was literally put to bed. <laughs> I literally just went and went to, in my bed, and I guess I passed out, because all I remember is opening my window, because I was really hot, and then to passing out, I guess, to then having been told that, um, apparently I was having a conversation, and I don't remember it, apparently, um, my landlord's mom thought I was talking to her, and I wasn't, I don't think, because I was asleep, all I remember I don't even remember. All I remember is waking up uh, the next day at 2.30. But, um, yeah, apparently I had a little conversation. And then, um, 
yeah, and then, uh, then I woke up at 2.30 the next day. I basically slept 24 hours, and honestly, I was laughing because when I woke up, I had found myself, not in my bed, I had ruled myself Somehow, I, I got into and slept in the kitchen, like all my blankets and stuff and pillows, and I was and I was sleeping on the floor. I don't remember that at all. But when I woke up, I was like, "Oh my god, I slept in the kitchen. That's weird." So that's that was funny. So after that happened, um, yeah, I was uh, that was basically that fiasco at the hospital that really got to me. All about that. And so it's just been really still heavy on me. And I've been, like, my mood's not the best. And it's just, things are just making it feel worse. And I just feel like, uh, it's, I just don't feel like I... Was treated right at all, like I said, at the hospital, and I don't think the things that happened should have happened at all. So, um, yeah, basically, uh, after all that happened, I was like, really, like, it made me really upset, and it still is. I'm still really upset. So then we're basically now getting into. Just things going on um, that are really overwhelming me lately because, uh, how do I say? So, uh, so recently, not so long ago, I got in touch with a family member of mine. Basically, I found someone who is a uh, a. Uh, a family member, and he's very sweet, and we're starting to get to know each other, and, um, it just has been stressful because the person that finally got us back together is the person that just doesn't know sometimes when to leave people alone. So then, um, yeah. Just the person, it's just been really hard with this going on and finding a new family member, which is great. It's just really, it's a lot to deal with. And we're both, like, feeling, you know, a lot of things. And so I'm having a conversation with them tomorrow about the DNA results, which is great. Um, and I'm just happy to learn more about them. It's just interesting, you know. It's weird to think I have this family member that... I was told so much different things about and just finally getting to know the truth and finding it from just each other, not the someone else. It was us finding it out between each other. And I think that's really cool because I don't feel like we know better than anyone else the truth. And so now we're just putting the puzzle pieces back together. So I'm nervous, excited, happy, you know, just ready to have this person more in my life, and it's a slow process, let me tell you, it's not something you start right away out, like, you don't just rush into it, you have to take your time, and it, it, 
it takes a long time to get or be able to let someone new into your life. And I, I'm excited, but I, like I said, it's a, it's a very slow little, it's a slow, slow process. So I have a conversation with them tomorrow, which is great. Um, just the other thing about that is, like I said, I, there's a lot of sourness between my birth family and me because there is a lot of lies that were told and there's things that are still hidden that nobody wants to talk about and it just really is frustrating when you're trying to figure out stuff and all you do is get lied to and and you know they don't want to tell the truth and I have paperwork to prove things and it's just like can you just you know if you you don't want to hear the truth it, it's better to talk about the truth than you know lie about it so it's just between me and this person we're just trying to figure out the, you know, everything like this between, we're just trying to figure out everything that is supposed to go together. Um, and yeah, I'm just excited. Like I said, I'm excited, nervous, whatnot. Um, and then Wednesday is going to be the talk with my pastor about everything. And I'm ready to talk, talk to her about it because I, you know, she'll understand I think, and give me the best option of what to do, because honestly, right now, I've had it where I'm distanced myself a bit until I feel like get to see or talk about what I should do and how to go about it, because I just feel angry right now, and I can't really, I don't want to take my anger out on this person, so um, yeah, that is the big thing on, on Wednesday is to talk with my pastor and see what she has to say. And, you know, it's not like I, I'm glad I actually did block this person for now because the thing is, I, I have very angry words and I don't want to use that again where I already did at the hospital. So I just want to be able to handle it better than I should be, you know, instead of not, and I'm going to take it respectfully and see what the best way is to go about it, and then, um, yeah, that is basically that part, <sighs> okay, I'm going to go to part three now, all right, guys, welcome to part three of my, Ooh. Crazy, crazy days uh, I've had. So, next one is basically, basically today. Let's talk about that. So, um, I've been, you know, I've been still moody for a long time. And <laughs> it's obviously, you know, comes with the thing when you have a women's monthly thing that happens in the period, right? Okay. Anyways, so I'm just trying to find chapstick. Where the heck did it go? Hey, how did it anyways, so um there's some things I've been deciding and what to do on. So uh my friend I see I'm gonna be honest what I see who I see on Monday. So, huh, 
Monday is I have this amazing sweet person who I've known for almost two years who comes and we go do, and do things and she basically, you know, how do I say it? She just worked with me for eight hours uh, on Monday night and you know what, This is I'm going to say this about this. I don't want any comments about it because honestly, she's the best thing that ever happened to me. Honestly, she's helped me so much. So, that's all I'm going to say. So, yeah, I've known her almost two years. So, um, yeah, so I work with her on Mondays and we do things for eight hours at a time or more. And so, you know, she's very great at helping me calm down or try to not be stressed out. And so, today my mood was off, and she could tell. <sighs> and I was letting her know what was going on. It's been always about what happened at the hospital, obviously. Anyways, so, there were some other things going on with some family things. Um, I'm not going to get really into. But then, the talk, me and her had a talk today, so... It's hard, I'm going to admit, it's really hard for me to get to have people that I don't know well in my life. It's really hard for me to get to know a person by having them come into my life unexpectedly and have someone new come in and you feel like you're going to get judged or they're going to, you know, do something and I'm just... When I was told by my friend, who I call, you know, she works with me, that this new person, we're both girls, this new girl, is going to be taking me twice in the week. So, now I'm going to have someone, I'm going to have three times a week, I'm going to be with somebody. And I have a lot of feelings about it and a lot of anxiety about it because, honestly, I didn't expect this to happen. I didn't, you know, I had another worker before that, but that didn't end well. And so I have really big trust issues because of that, what happened. And that worker was for eight years. So it's something I didn't really expect or want to happen, honestly. And, um... I was basically telling my, I was telling my where I was like, okay, well, the thing is, this is, I'm not, it's not easy for me to let new people in my life. Once I make a connection, it's better, but I don't know this person. And, and they're coming in to hang out when me and my worker hang out on Monday, next Monday. And I said, you know, I can't promise how I'm going to be because when me and, me and C, I'm going to call her C, when me and C work together, my day-to-day mood is different. And we never expect, I never expect what I'm going to be. I didn't expect to be like this today, but, you know, it happened. So I said, I'm not going to be able, to, I'm not going to promise anything. I'm not going to, you know, they're like, oh, you could be on your best behavior. No, I, if you want to know, get to know who I really am, this is how it goes, and I'm going to give the full experience, not joking. I, like I said, I can't tell you what I'm going to be like. I can't tell you 
how I'm going to act or all that. I don't know because it depends on how, when I wake up, how I feel. So I told, see, I was like, well, that's basically how I feel. And, you know, all I care about is this person knows how to be able to handle if I was something went wrong with my mental health, like CCAN, and I just want to make sure, like, you know, I get treated right, and I want to be able to, you know, I I don't want to go have someone new come in, and, you know, they're nice for a little while, and then, and then I find out the real, you know, they're not after a while, so that is just my you know, all obviously the thinking over thinking happens, but I really just really was this ruined my mood today. Honestly, you know, learning that I, at first the way she was saying, I thought I was gonna lose you at first. I was like, holy, are you kidding me? I'm not gonna lose you. I don't. I could never. I would die if I did. Like this late. This she keeps me going. She is the best thing that as a worker can be. Like honestly, I've never been so glad to have someone like her in my life and um I'm just so this new person is her name is N and I'm really just not I don't know I'm like I'm not gonna put a fake show on I'm not gonna be like oh yeah this is high and blah 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 no if you want you know if this is what you're gonna work if you're gonna work with me this is how you're gonna see I can be happy at one moment I could be sad I could be so different I could be many things and it depends on you know it depends really on anything so uh I told the I like like I said I'm definitely not going to be fake I'm if she wants to get to know and wants to get to really know me then and will get to really know me and she'll get to you know if I'm good that's a great if I'm you know if I'm having a great day great if not well I hope she doesn't get freaked out because, you know what, sometimes I would thought I'd freak people out. I thought I would freak C out, but she does not get freaked out. Honestly, C is a very amazing person. She always tries to do the best she can. And today, for sure, after she told me that news, I was just like, oh, God. Just, it, I just don't like letting new people, and I never do. It's hard enough for me to make good friends around, to keep good friends around, whereas having someone to work with, and, you know, you're in a vulnerable spot where they could judge you, you know, you don't know what's going to happen after, what if N takes, you know, I'm just saying, what if, you know? We meet great and great things are great fine the first time. But then once we get to try things out, you know, it always freaks me out because like my last time person I worked with, I didn't expect after the eight years we worked together that the way she treated me would happen like that. I didn't expect any of that. I don't expect a lot of things and then things always seem to happen. So um, I told C, I was like, you know, give this an N person. Uh, run for money. I was actually joking. I'm not going to, but I just really, it, that also just put a big stress on, like, I have to get used to a new person. It's just like, oh, but I'm going to be open and honest with the, the company and be like, look, if we don't get along, we don't get along. It's plain and simple. I 
sometimes can connect with someone and sometimes I don't connect. And if I don't, well, I'm sorry. I didn't, you know, it's not like you, I can act so fake and stuff and be like, oh, hi, what, how nice to meet you. No, I'm not that. I'm going to be honest and truthful and I hope this end person can... I mean, yeah, I hope they can, you know, if they are, how they're going to be able to handle how, what I'm going through. And are they going to be able to calm me down through a really rough patch like C does? Are they going to be able to do certain things like C does? <laughs> you know, that's just a lot of questions. And so, like, yeah, they just really ruined that part for me. And I really got really upset. And that's just, you know all part of the mix up and all that is like all part of it and like I said it's just been really crazy I just really it's a lot to go through and process and it's hard to process sometimes it really is I honestly just hope things go well and if they do great if they you know but like I'm not gonna hide how I'm feeling and I'm not gonna be fake for anybody not at all so yeah that is my part (laughs) that's the last of part three so I'm just gonna end it thank you bye-bye hey guys so I hope you really enjoyed this is my outro for the podcast I really hope you enjoy these this whole episodes and stuff I honestly I'm glad I was able to publish this and you know I don't have any regrets about it and I hope that whatever may come of this may come I honestly just feel better about it honestly and more relaxed and happy I did what I did um I will keep you guys updated on what's going on tomorrow with my family member and I will also update you on about Wednesday with the pastor <laughs> that'll be great update with the pastor um and what my decision will be and then I also forgot to mention that I'm making an appointment with my doctor to talk about a certain surgery so that's another thing going on so all I gotta say is I hope you listen before anything and you know you guys have opinions okay I just really wanted to get what I was out there. This is how I deal with my mental health. And this is how I feel right to vent about it. I honestly am someone who, when they go through a lot of emotions, doesn't know how to always handle it the right way. So this is how I'm handling it. And I was appropriate about it, I believe. And I believe that. I tried to choose the best words I could, (laughs) but I hope you do enjoy it, and I'm going to probably make more soon. Um, I'm just going to go publish this, and uh, I hope people listen. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.